Hey, hey, welcome to the Dream Home Movement. You're here with me, Joe Violetta, and my fabulous co-host, as always, Tara Vandelight. How are you tonight, Tara? I am absolutely fantastic. I'm really excited about tonight because this is right in my world of things that I love. <laughs> so to yes. Me too. Tonight we are talking about home organization and if you have listened to the show before thanks and if you're new hi (laughs) but if you've listened to the show before you will know that we love us some home organization some decluttering I'm right into the KonMari style of folding I'm all about that Marie Kondo is it or Kondo I don't know (laughs) (laughs) so tonight we are chatting about decluttering and home organization with Jeanette from Livable Organizing welcome to the studio Thank you. Thank you, girls. (laughs) Lovely to be here. Oh, we're so happy to have you here. And we are going to talk about the best tips and hacks to get your home super organized. I really feel like when you've got everything in its place and it's not chaotic and it's not cluttered, Mm. your home just feels so much more relaxing. And I feel so much more productive. Yes. Because what's the point of having a beautiful dream home that you've spent heaps on? Yes. And then just throwing a whole load of stuff into it and it being a big mess. So we are going to get that sorted for you tonight. I know some of you listening might be really into home organization and decluttering and for others, it might just feel like a big, terrifying nightmare. It doesn't have to be. We're going to give you some practical strategies and we are going to get your home sorted. Plus, we have our regular segments. We've got the finance segment with Carl. He's got something interesting tonight. He's going to share some proposed changes from APRA that could mean a lot of people are going to, a lot more people are going to have access to mortgages. Yay. Still responsible lending, of course, and that people's borrowing power may go up. So you might be able to borrow safely and responsibly more money for your home loans as well. So stay tuned for that. And of course, we have the Property Geek Out with Tara. All that coming up after the break. Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement. All right, hands up if you've caught the decluttering bug. Hold on a second. If you're driving, keep your hands on the steering wheel, please. I can't see you. I'm just going to have to imagine that you've got your hands up if it's safe. Mm. Hands up if you've caught the decluttering bug. We've all got our hands up here in the studio and we're slightly obsessed with home organization. So when we discovered this week's guest, we were so excited. (laughs) Jeanette from Livable Organizing is in the studio to give us her best home organization decluttering cluttering hacks and tips and strategies and we're even going to hit her up and ask her about the big scary part of the house Mm -hmm. which is the garage not the garage or the shed oh dear sort of the same same thing (laughs) so we will get to the garage slash shed but first of all welcome to the studio and please let us know what inspired you to create your business livable organizing i was inspired because Especially as I found that I was struggling when my kids were young to get everything organised. I'm not actually a naturally organised person, but I did find that when I am organised and when I take the steps to get organised, I could cope with 
things that life threw me a lot more easily and life seemed a bit more manageable um and I really found I enjoyed doing that it would calm me down make life easier and I found I like helping other people with that I'd be I'm the one always trying to clear out my sister's pantry for example um and that, that's why I decided that I'd, I'd like to do that. I was working for 18 years in customer service and wanted to do something completely different. And, and here I am. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So it came from you experiencing what it feels like to both sides, yes. what it feels like to be unorganized yes. and what it feels like to be organized. Yes. And then just having this calling almost to help others. You felt the difference that it made in yes. your life and you yeah. wanted to, to others to experience that. I love that definitely because it can cause a lot of anxiety for Mm. people when they're feeling they're not keeping up with their just not even the day-to-day tasks but just everyday little things become more difficult you know you can't find the socks in the morning you you know Mm. you can't find the kids equipment that sort of thing it it all adds up it really adds to that life overwhelm doesn't it yes it it really does so Let's cover off some of the benefits. Let's get really clear on the benefits. So we've spoken about how it just make, can make you feel calmer mm-hmm. yes. and less overwhelmed. What are some of the other benefits of organising your home? Well, I'd say that one of the top one is just making those day-to-day tasks easier. You know, packing for the kids' activities, packing the lunches, cooking a meal at the end of the day, finding something for yourself to wear, all of those sort of little things just become a bit more second nature just become easier um less time looking for things yes i'm still guilty of losing my keys a lot but generally when you're not organized a lot of the time can be spent looking for things Mm. that really should just have a a set place in your home wouldn't it be interesting if we could do some kind of if there's some some kind of device or app that could calculate tally how much time you spend looking for things that should have a place like looking for your keys looking for your phone looking for the second sock yes I think that would be quite scary yes I was going to say that's scary but interesting yeah. Yes, it would, it would yeah. be very interesting, very good big wake-up call. So it can mm. save you time. It saves you time. It can save you money. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, yeah. Simple things like the library books being missing, but sometimes mm. also buying duplicates of things because yeah. you don't know if you've got it and then you do go and buy it and come back and, it, you know, you go and buy the cocoa, whatever, for that, that one recipe and you find out you've got two at the back of the pantry, yep. uh, that sort of thing, you know, it that can be something that I find myself even that, mm. you know, quick pantry clear out before you go to the shops can make mm. a big difference. Oh, I feel you on that. I'm so all about an organised pantry. I did a Facebook Live a couple of months ago <laughs> yeah. of my pantry. Oh, it looked very organised. <laughs> Thank you. It was one of my most popular Facebook Lives, but I do find that because I'm a meal planner mm-hmm. and I always shop from the pantry first. Yes. So the pantry gets cleaned out and reorganized every week it doesn't take very long once you've got the base organization as you know Mm. and then I find it does save a lot of money on the shopping because you're not buying duplicates but also you I like to shop from the pantry first Mm. so I'm like yeah your meals on what's there yeah exactly rather than by introducing a whole load of new random ingredients to the family (laughs) you know to the the pantry gang it's sort of using using up what you've got so any other benefits um i find just that overall feeling of less stress because Mm. i find that when you have clutter around you Mm. clutter often is something that you need to do 
So instead of being able to sit down on your couch and relax at the end of the day, mm. you are actually just looking around and aware, like, oh, I need to do that, I need to do that, I need to do that. So you're not really getting into that peaceful mm. home that you've actually dreamed of. And as you were saying earlier, that you've spent all this money creating mm. and you're not really enjoying it as you could. You're right. Yeah, because, true. yeah, even if you're like, okay, do you know what? I'm just going to ignore the mess and I'm going to mm. sit down and watch Netflix. It's still there. It's still in your mind. It's still in yeah. your mind. So it's kind of adding to your mental clutter as well. Exactly. Yeah. Which is something I'm I'm trying to reduce my mental clutter yes. at the moment because there's a, a lot of it. <laughs> a lot yeah. of going on, yeah. Can you I, – I would imagine that decluttering is a huge part of home organisation. Yes. So yeah. do you have any decluttering tips? Because I, I think decluttering is huge at the moment. I know at the start of the year that Netflix special came out with KonMari, Marie, Marie Kondo. Kondo yes. yeah. I read some articles from secondhand shops saying, please stop giving us so much stuff because everyone was just yes. decluttering and cleaning yeah. out the house. But decluttering can feel a bit overwhelming, I think. So do you have any tips around that? Mm. My main tip is to try to just make it a part of your everyday life. Uh, of course, you can always get a professional organiser in to come and do some sessions with you if you need a big project done or even a small project done. But try to do it as you go about your day and your week's I like to have a box. I've got a box now just in the garage. So there's always a box where you pop in anything you want to get rid of. So you're not saying, oh, I have to find a bag and what will I do with it? And will I go to the op shop? And as you go along, so you pull out a top out of your cupboard, you're looking for something to wear and you go, nah, and you put it back. So maybe don't (laughs) put it straight back. Maybe go and pop it in the box. An exit strategy. I like that. You know, when, you know, my son seems to be coming in daily to say, you know, my jeans are getting too short. Mm. So then pop them straight away in, you know, that sort of thing. If if you grab something out and you have that second where you're like, no, I'm not going to use it, Mm. well, pop it straight in the box. So it's not just a one-off project, it's a lifestyle. Yes. Decluttering isn't just for Christmas, people. It's for for every day. It's for life. That's it. Some of the strategies are the one-in-one-out. So um, at Christmas I got a a mug. Yeah. My um, niece and nephew get me a best-ever auntie mug each year. So I have my new mug and then I look for another one at the back of the cupboard that was a bit faded, might have a chip. That one went out. Oh, that's smart. Um, Buying a new black T-shirt, being a Melbourne girl. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's another one at the back of the cupboard I'm not wearing anymore. <laughs> Maybe you could swap that one out. Yep. Yeah, it's um, a bit so faded. It's a, it's a bit faded, yeah. so it's a bit of a process. Yeah. Um, another one is just to do a little area, you know, maybe you don't need a whole weekend to do it. So, you know, if that utensil drawer is driving you nuts, mm. you know, just just do a quick clean out of that, pull everything out, see what you're using, and then you'll start to feel the benefits of it. And as you were saying, it gets a bit catchy. You, you enjoy it. You get that high at the end. It does because you keep – I personally keep checking to see that they're still organised. Oh, yes, it is. It is. Oh, yes. Oh, I'd love to have that feeling with every drawer and next thing you know the whole place is done. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just do it gradually and you'll start to feel the benefits and you'll feel that it's not as overwhelming as well because that's what I think puts most people off. And also find a charity that you support and then, mm. you know, you feel a bit more, that feeling of generosity. It's mm. a good feeling to give things away and know that someone else is going to have a benefit from it. Oh, I so agree, especially if mm. you've got some good stuff but mm-hmm. you just don't need it anymore yes. and you don't use it, then come on, guys, 
give yes. it away. It's not yeah. it's not doing anybody any good sitting in your house. Yes. Let someone get some use in it. Uh, yes. Let use it out of home. it. Yes. yes. Let yes. someone let someone use it. Yeah. I really like the idea of breaking it into manageable chunks mm. as yeah. well because it can feel very overwhelming. Yeah. What about tips for general home organization? Well, there's the main one which is always, you know, everything has a place. Mm. And one way I like to think of that is if I was going to look for this, where would I look? Oh, that's a good, that's a good way of thinking of it. You know, so mm. and then also putting like things together so that mm. you're not thinking, well, this book's here and that book's there, you know, have mm. them all together. Mm. And that can simplify the whole thing of giving everything in your, your home a place. That's interesting. So it, it seems obvious, but... I, I, if we all reflect on our own homes mm. with the example of books, yep. books can often be scattered throughout exactly. the house and not have one central home for books. You're like, well, I've mm. got a bookshelf in the kids' bedroom and then we've got a bookshelf in the lounge room for mm. sort of general purpose books and then I've got my own books on my bedside so table. table. Yeah. So you're suggesting to have one central place for books, for yeah, example. Where you can. So like yeah. where you can. Yeah. Where you can. Like yeah. together. Okay. I like that idea, yeah. I mm. do as well. Same with shoes. Shoes could all be in one, yeah. one spot, spot yeah. rather that, than that's everyone. That's a game changer for families, I think, anyway. Yes, 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 yes. And mm. and doing what works for you, not what, you know, um, it's just the norm. Uh, in my mm. old house we used to have, say, the kids' games in a kitchen cupboard mm. because we didn't really have a, another spare cupboard mm. and the kitchen cupboard was close to where we used it, mm. so that made sense. And mm. people would often be surprised when they'd open the cupboard and see them there. It was like, well, I had room and it worked. Mm. Uh, at the moment I keep my makeup uh, near the front door because mm. I find that was where I was putting it on, near that mirror. That's so, similar. you know, it's traditional you'd keep it in the bathroom, but that didn't really work because I'd be going back and forth. So do what's going to work for you in your your house. Oh, so think really about tip. usability. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, how yeah. do you actually use these items? Yeah. yeah, and where are you going to use them? And it yeah. doesn't have to fit convention. No, not at all. <laughs> Make it a bit interesting. <laughs> I like that. That's very practical. Yes, mm. yeah. A bit mm. creative. Mm. Any other tips? Speaking of clutter before, yeah. paper clutter. Paper. Oh, okay, <laughs> tell me about paper clutter. Yes. Tell me about paper clutter, please. My easiest thing that I've come up with myself is just having a simple tray system. I have one tray for mm -hmm. personal, school, finance. Everything just goes bang in there. Everything for my business is in another one. And then I'm trying to make a time once a week that I just sit down and have a look through the trays. Sort so that they're the not everywhere. It's not one on the fridge, one on the bench. Because, again, that's just looking at things you've got to do. Mm. Yes. You still have, I have to do that, I have to do that. Mm. And do more of a, a batch processing. Okay, you have I all like your papers that. together. Maybe Sunday afternoon, evening, you're sort of finishing mm. for the week. Have a look what's coming up for the week ahead, what really doesn't matter for the week ahead. And just process what you need to do. And then everything's away from the, the benches and different locations and kids' school backpacks and that sort of thing. Gee, you're right. I never thought about it that way. But having your paperwork all mm. throughout the house, on your it's fridge, wherever, mm. it's like a visual, physical to-do list. Exactly. <laughs> like you're living in your to-do list. Yep. You are. How, you're looking at it all the time. You are. How stressful mm. is that? Yeah. And again, it goes back to that really clever theory, really clever, not theory, strategy of yours, which is to have like... Like like, yeah. like with like. Yeah. I love that. Mm. When we come back from the break, we're going to explore more strategies and we are going to be very brave 
and head into that shed or that garage and we're going to tackle it. Coming up next. Let's take a quick break for a message from the Dream Home Movement podcast sponsor, Violetta Finance. Now, if that name sounds familiar, that is because that is my business that I own with my husband, Carl. Carl is an award-winning mortgage broker. He can help you organize your home loan, your property investment loan, commercial finance as well. He, he can even help you get a great deal on your car loan or asset finance. He'll research the options for you. He'll find you the best deal. He'll help you structure your loan correctly. And he will look after all of that boring, tedious paperwork for you. So if you are ready to renovate your home and you need finance or you're ready to make your next property purchase, Carl is the person to contact. Just Google Violeta Finance, V-I-O-L-E-T-A Finance to find our website. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook or you know what, I'm just going to Put it out there. I'm going to give you Carl's phone number, 0424-849-034. All right, that's it. Back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. You are on the Dream Home Movement, and tonight we are talking about organizing. And we have none other than Jeanette from Livable Organizing. Thank you so much for joining us again, Jeanette. You're welcome. (laughs) So look, we have a few more questions for you about how to make your home the most comfortable, declutter-free space that you can achieve. Um, And we're going to tackle that space that we all try not to think about, but it's there and it's actually, it actually covers a huge footprint of the house too, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yeah. Yes. We're talking about the garage and the garage is six metres by six metres in many houses. So it takes up a big space of a house's footprint um, and quite often people, I would say there's a large portion of Australia who don't actually use their garages for their cars. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) And I think the problem is that we can close the door and not look at it for a while. Yes. And it's easy to just pop some things in there and walk away. Yes. And think about it another day. Um, I think that's one of the main main problems whereas things in your house you tend to be in the rooms or opening the cupboards every now and then so then and the garage is it is a storage space for a lot of people it is so i think that's one of the things people have to think about is what do they want to use it for some people might be really happy that they've got the space to store some big items their camping equipment or whatever so think about do you want to be able to store both of your cars there that's a good point. And it's yeah. a starting point. Maybe, you know, some members of your family are like, no, I'm fine parking out there. We've got this extra space. But still, how mm. are we going to use it a bit more efficiently? You know, it will usually need a big clean out on a nice sunny day, get everything out. Yes. Um, one tip I did hear recently that I thought was really great was think of it as, especially when it's a bit of a man cave. Yes, it is. Think yes. of it as your own little bunnings. Your own little bunnings. I love that idea. So I love that idea. You have your motoring area. You have all your car bits and oils <laughs> all and, your and whatever. All your fixtures and fixtures. You have your gardening area. You have your tools, you know, the fertiliser, whatever people are using. You might have your camping areas, your sporting goods area yep so have it all set out have your different areas for things fantastic and and of course go through yep declutter um think about what what's out there sometimes things in the garage are out there because we don't really know what to do with them 
They've made it out of the house. Yep. They're nearly there. They're nearly there. But they're not quite out yet. <laughs> and sometimes things like old paints and yep. old uh, oils and that sort of thing, we're not sure what to do. So the usually a call to the local it, council, yeah. they'll be able to, you know, set you in the right direction to know what to do with things. Um but, yeah, again, it's sometimes there'll be other odd bits and pieces out there that, you know, just haven't made their way out yet. So maybe it's time. <laughs> if they're in the garage, they're Let not going to be used. They could be free. Let them free. <laughs> Let go of them. <laughs> I think sometimes also, um, you know, when people build houses and stuff, sometimes the garage isn't the most practical place. Like we're talking mm. about garden stuff, for instance, to install a shed in your backyard, it's not that expensive yes, and you get a lot yeah. you know then you can access your stuff a lot easier can't you yes yeah yeah, yeah. And, and use that shed for the storage correct you know if you've correct. got that lovely shed sitting out there yes. use it for that and, and but know what you want to use it yeah. for that's where if you don't have that clarity about what an area is for that's where things just kept being yeah. popped, you know, popped somewhere differently. So just yeah. like in the Bunnings, the garden centres yeah. outside. <laughs> yes, it's down the back. It's down the back. Yeah. I love that idea. Don't just keep building sheds for your clutter problem, but no. that's not, no. No, that's not no. great. I think a lot of people would like to. Look, I have seen yeah. it. I see a lot of that sort of thing in real estate, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And any more tips for the garage, do you reckon? What, what else have you seen that works really well in there, do you think? Uh, I think we all need some sort of shelving system because there can still yeah. be those smaller items, especially with tools and that yes. sort of things. Sometimes people need tools for all sorts of things. So there still yeah. needs to be some sort of, um, yeah, a shelving unit of some sort. In my garage, we've got like an old cupboard that wasn't being used. Oh, that's um, good. My son even had a chest of drawers he didn't want in his room anymore. I've popped it out there and use it so you can still be a bit creative out there as well it doesn't have to be all perfect uh pallet racking out there no no well that's a really good point isn't it like because storage storage is storage storage is storage correct correct (laughs) and i think sometimes a lot of those like leftover ice cream containers or whatever there's gold when it comes to sorting out your garage isn't it yeah yeah, for your little bits and tools. Reuse, and recycle. Yeah. 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 I've probably got a little tip. If you don't have anywhere to store your shoes in the house, mm-hmm. the garage isn't a bad place if you have yes. direct access to your house that way, you yeah. know. Like, my sister has that. So as soon as yeah. they come out of the car, the kids have a spot to put their shoes yeah. and then they go back in the house. And yeah. yeah, one less thing in the house. Yeah, that's where we're going to – because we're, we're yeah. about to move on the weekend and we are in transition for houses. <laughs> so we're buying a – a new house but we're we're just renting um a yes. house that we're going to live in now and we're renting out the house our own we're keeping our own house and mm. renting that out and then moving into a rental and then buying another house but we haven't quite found the right home yet to yeah. buy so okay uh, long story but it's it's quite a bit smaller we've actually got a combined bathroom laundry oh wow and in our home that we live in now we've got a massive laundry so that's where we keep all of the shoes mm-hmm. and so I said to Carla because I don't like shoes in the house no. I said where are we going to put these shoes and then we figured out we'll, we'll have room in the garage yeah. perfect so yeah. we will keep them in the garage and yeah you yeah. just you pull in you don't they, they don't even get into the house no. they get taken off and put in the garage especially in winter that's yeah. good yeah, yeah. and I like the shoes. fact that when you're you're rushing out the door the shoes are there Yes, the no shoes are there. Back, back to your I, I honestly think when you've got young children, that is a game changer. <laughs> and I have gone one more, like with my youngest, who's four, 
Um, I actually have because they grow out of their shoes really quickly, mm-hmm. <laughs> and with boys you're not very precious. Well, I'm not very precious about what my boy wears <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and so I'll buy his shoes that he's got now, his size. I'll buy one size bigger because I know he'll grow into that soon, and I'll store it into there because I know there will be a day, no matter how careful I am at putting the shoes back, that I'll be in a rush to get out the door, and there won't be any shoes for him, and he can wear that next size up that day. That's <laughs> smart. Yes, very, very I've smart. Learned. I've, I've learned. My son told me one Sunday night, suddenly he was like, my runners have got a hole in them, and I oh. need them for school tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, kids telling you things on Sunday nights. Yes, kids kids on Sunday nights. This is a a total aside, but if Eva, if you're listening, you'd be very embarrassed. My daughter, Eva, she's almost 18. When she was in grade two, I think it was, it was nine o'clock at night. It was a Sunday night. She comes out. She'd she'd been in bed for, you know, a couple of hours. She she went to bed at seven. She comes out at Mm. nine. She goes, oh, mum, I'm sorry. I forgot to tell you, I need to dress up as a duck tomorrow for school. (laughs) What does a duck wear? I don't know. This is a totally unrelated topic. I don't think any level of organisation could have had me ready no. for, for, ready for, no. for that, ready for no. a duck costume. It's a whole other level. It is a whole other level. It's organising on steroids. It is, sure oh, that, That's is. crazy. <laughs> but I, look, I think that's a universal problem. And yes. I, think, I think at least if you know where the shoes are, that's a start. It is. That's a real start. I've actually turned um, shoes, bags, that sort of organising into a religion of my own yes Mm. because I've got three kids and um, I've got I'm very strict in my process okay so everyone comes in shoes go where in in, we've got um, like a a shoe storage area near the door Um, bills go into a drawer because just like you were Mm -hmm. saying I don't like seeing it everywhere I want that sort of peace and clarity Um, and um, homework I mean sorry not homework but any forms for, for the school I fill them out right there and then right there and then I do not let myself not fill it out then and then because it's always that form that you've forgotten and that goes straight back into the school bag. (laughs) So I don't have to remember it. My kids don't have to remember it. Um, Lunch boxes get made the night before in the fridge and, yeah, so basically our bags are pretty much packed the night before. Because um, yeah, it just good. you save so much time in the morning, and it's a lot less stressful. Yeah. So our schools have been using both schools. My boys have been at use a, an app called Care Monkey. Ooh. So we get an email with any notices, permission slips, and our signatures on file, and then we will say I accept. We can say I accept. Oh, I, I decline. I can help, I can't help. So that's might be oh. worth mentioning to the school. Oh, Care it Monkey is really would be great. heaven. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Oh, it is nice. Yeah. Oh. Nothing, nothing can be lost. No, no. Oh, that sounds fantastic. I wish we had Care Monkey, but no, that sounds really good. So, look, I think a lot of people out there would love to be organised, mm-hmm. um, but it's just too much for them to even know where to start. Like even after listening to us tonight, it might still be a little bit of a challenge. We've given you some great ideas, um, but implementing, if you're at a stage where you've come to realise that you, you're, not, you're not making any progress in that area, <laughs> um, what can people do? If, um, what, what, if people want to um, get you to help them, what can you do for them? Uh, for sure. So mm. people can contact me, any questions they have. But yep. the, a session is, it can be a lot of fun working together. So I really like doing a uh, after-school drop-off session. We've been doing a few of those with some mums. So That's great. I bring the coffee. 
We come over, we can be there for three or four hours in the morning. Yeah. You know, you might say, hey, I need my pantry done. I'm, it's out of control. I did a lady's laundry the other day that was yep. messy. We can do whatever you like. So we just work together. We start with, you know, obvious clutter. Yep. You know, work through. I'm, I'm an extra pair of hands. Um, I ask a lot of questions yep. about what's this, why have we got it, you know, why do you want to keep it, do you want to keep it? Um, and we, we, you know, go through things, sort like with like. It makes the process go just a lot faster, a lot easier. You have someone there supporting you, helping you. Um, once we've got the clutter out, then when we see what's left, how can we organise this a better? Does it need to go somewhere else? Um, and then at the end of the session, I'll take a carload of donations away oh, for my you. Goodness, that because that amazing. Can be the, the tricky bit, getting it out that's, of the house. That's, that's the big, the hardest part, isn't it? <laughs> I'll just come and take the donations and yeah. um, take them away. You can tell me if you've got a local op shop you, yeah. you support, you'd prefer to be there, or I could take it to yeah. one I know. Yeah. Um, and then you know we can get it all done with that in that time. I can come back or give you a call, see how you're going. You don't have to do it alone. You know sometimes there's things in life we're struggling with, and we it. we try to see. Yeah, you know, I'll try and do it. Try and do it. But you yeah. know, maybe a three or four hour session and some encouragement is you know what people oh my need. Gosh. That's perfect. That's you're like you're like the declutter coach. That's the best. <laughs> yes, that sounds magic, and it's done yeah. in a morning. We can and do then, it in and a morning. With the coffee. Yeah. So you yeah you yeah. drop the kids off. Drop the kids off. Three four hours. You know, by one p.m. in the afternoon, you can stop. You can have lunch. Yeah. Get ready and, for the rest of your day. Yeah. Get ready yeah. for the rest of your day, knowing that you've got one whole room decluttered. That would be great for a toy room as yeah. well. Yes. Or a yeah. child's bedroom who's got lots of toys and yep. lots of things that they've picked up from Happy Meals at yes. Macca's and <laughs> yes. all of that sort of stuff because they yep. can, those rooms they can up. feel really overwhelming. I'll just tell you about my system for taking things to the mm-hmm. op shop. So I put them all in the bags, yes. I put them in the boot, drive around yes. with them for three months. <laughs> Good. Good. Yes. Then talk to Carl about, oh, we really should get that. <laughs> and then uh, we'll need to put something in the boots. We'll remove the bags yes. from the boot and put them by the front door. Oh, no, yep. Put the things in the boot that we need and then put the bags back another month and then finally we'll drop them at. So is that system – your system yeah, sounds that. better. Well, sometimes you might, you might put them at the front door and then there's yes. a sign of rain and then it might get back into the garage. Yeah. Oh, that could be dangerous too. <laughs> but usually I do like to drive around for a day or two because sometimes, yeah. you know, you need that cooling off period. <laughs> and then cooling you can take off period. I like Three-day cooling off period. Three-day like cooling off. Yeah. Yeah. I like Jeanette's system. It's just – you give me the bags, and you I'll never have to see them again, okay? That can be a nice memory for you. Yeah, that sounds like a far better system than my driving I'll around system. Yeah. I don't think it's unusual what you're doing, though. Oh, thank you for saying that. <laughs> thank you, because I've had people look at my boot going, why are all these bags? I'm like, yeah. it's part of my, my system. So, <laughs> my boot is private. Yeah, my yeah. boot is private. Don't yeah. judge my boot. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I love it. That's so, so, so clever. So, Jeanette, tell me what... Where, where can people find you if they're wanting to get um, to tra- track you down, learn more about um, organising and potentially um, get you to help them? For sure. Mm. So I'm on Facebook and Instagram yep. and I'm both I'm at Livable Organising, so yep. L-O-V-A-B-L-E. Yeah. Uh, just think of Melbourne, which yep. is the second most livable city in the world. Yep. Um, and you can always email me any questions you have. I'm Jeanette at liveableorganising.com.au 
And Jeanette is J-E-A-N-E-T-T-E. Oh, fantastic. And one last question. What does the term dream home mean to you? That's our signature question. I am a f- I'm f- f- sorry that it dropped off there. <laughs> That's okay. Now, I could be cheesy and say it's very livably organised. Oh, I like yes, that. I like that. One, yeah. But I do think I feel your dream home somewhere where you can be yourself. Yeah. And my dream home is where there's time for myself and my two kids. Mm. We have space for ourselves to do mm. our own things and there's space for us to do things together. I love that. I love that too. That's my dream home as well. Space to be apart and space to be together. I love that. That's perfect. That sounds fantastic. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. I have learned a lot. I reckon this is going to be one of our most referenced podcasts. Oh, I think so too. Yeah, this is going to be a popular one. This is gold. Thank you you so much. And coming up after the break, we have the finance segment with Carl and the Property Geek Out with Tara. Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement. We are heading into the finance segment with Carl. Carl, are you there? Hello, Carl. Oh, we lost him. All right. What we'll do is we do... We we can do Property Geek. We'll do the Property Geek. Let's Let's, do it. Let's geek out. Let's do the Property Geek out. All right. Over to you, Tara. Yay. (laughs) Carl understands, I know. Well, I just wanted to tell everyone about um, a new initiative I have in the Facebook group that I run, um, Building Dreams Mornington Peninsula, because it ties in perfectly with what we spoke about tonight um, on organising and decluttering. I've launched a um, a new initiative called Relove Monday, and Relove Monday is all about um, it's all about um, uh, well, you know what it is in building. You do use a lot. There's a lot of waste, isn't there? Yeah, people have this concept of creating their dream home and unfortunately they want the new stuff in and the old stuff out. And then there's a lot of waste and and not to mention with the building and the renovating side of things as well. There's, you know, lots of waste materials. There's um, just there's a lot of waste. So I've created a Relove Monday post in my Facebook group where I'm encouraging everyone to instead of throwing things into the skin, put it on this post and um, give it a new home so you might have some leftover bricks you might have some leftover timber you might have some leftover paint whatever it is chuck it in this post and um, give it a new home so the great thing about building dreams um, mornington peninsula is there's um, it's 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 a locals only facebook group so we cover um, bayside um, melbourne and the mornington peninsula so you know that if you post something in that group, um, another local will pick it up. So um, it's it's sort of practical in that sense. Um, and they're also all, all people who are renovating and building. And, um, you know, a lot of those people, if you're, you've been in that Facebook group for a while, you'll know each other. So it's kind of got that community aspect about it. It's kind of nice. Oh, we finally put a face to the name <laughs> over swapping paint, you know, <laughs> or leftover tiles or whatever it is. So I encourage anyone who... Um, um, yeah, wants to get rid of some stuff, jump on to Building Dreams Mornington Peninsula. There's a Relove um, Monday post. Every Monday there's a new post you can add to it. You don't have to do it on a Monday, but um, it will be refreshed every Monday. Um, and, yeah, it's there for you if you want it. And I would just encourage people to do that on a scale as much as they can, whether it's in this Facebook group, whether it's just in general Gumtree, 
um, you know, uh, sorting stuff out um, with their building um, into different areas, um, different materials as well. So re- recycling. So like take all your metal out and recycle it that way. Um, yeah, I just want to see people do more of it. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of the skip companies will also try to uh, separate out the materials yeah. um, where they can. Where they can. Where they can, yeah. yeah. And try to, you know, not just doesn't always go straight to landfill, which is comforting, but still yeah. uh, the more we can do. The better, and, and, yeah. And still someone else might still love it. I know I've got an old door sitting. Yeah. And somewhere in my house. Well, this is it. This is absolutely right, and I'm sure you know um, that there'll be somebody who really wants that door. And I think mm. I think sometimes people get a bit caught up in trying to sell their stuff, exactly. and then it just sits there because nobody really wants to buy someone else's junk. But if it's for free, oh my god, it's gold, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. So I think um, if if that's one tip um, I, I can have is. Um, yeah, if you have, like, for instance, pavers that you want to get rid of, anything, even even old carpet, it, it, it it's useful to somebody. So if you take a photo, put it on Relove Monday and Facebook group, put it on Gumtree, put it anywhere, mm-hmm. put it out there, and you would be surprised. As long as you say it's for free, somebody will want it and it will stay out of landfill. So. Exactly. Yeah. Make someone stay, really. Well, yeah, this is, it makes someone stay. makes someone stay. And, you know, you get to meet a new person as well at the same time. I love that initiative, Tara. That's really clever. <laughs> so if people want to join... Mm the group yeah. how do they do that absolutely so um so uh building dreams mornington peninsula is my passion project while i'm practicing as a real estate agent at janice dunn estate agents so you can find me at um, janice dunn estate agents you can google that up um on the internet tara janice dunn estate agents or we're on facebook and instagram and all that um but if you're trying to find um our facebook group building dreams mornington peninsula you just get into facebook and you search Building Dreams Mornington Peninsula and you will find the Facebook group. As long as you're local and you answer the questions, you are so welcome to join and um, I'll add you. Love it. You can join the club. Love it. <laughs> you join the club. It's join a, the club. It's a very warm and welcoming community there. Mm. Now, when we come back from the break, we're going to try again to get Carl on the line for the finance segment. Hey, it's Joe here. I just wanted to pop in before the finance segment to give you a little bit of an update. So this show was broadcast live on RPPFM much earlier <laughs> in the year and things have changed since then. So during the finance segment, Carl and I are talking about some proposed changes to interest rate floors. Don't worry, all that will make sense in a moment when we get into the finance segment. But what I wanted you to know is that those proposed changes have now gone through. So as a result, many, many banks and lenders have changed the way that they assess home loans and borrowing power. So just keep that in mind when you're listening that the we're saying proposed changes in the finance segment, but those changes have now actually gone through. And if you want more information on that, 
There's a blog post on our website, violetafinance.com.au. So it's like the color violet, just one T and A at the end, then finance.com.au. And we've got a blog post on there all about those those changes to the assessment rate floor. I will pop a link to that in the show notes. All right, that's that's all for the update. We'll get back to the, the show and get stuck into the finance segment. Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement. We are heading into the finance segment with Carl from Violetta Finance. Hopefully this it worked this time. Carl, have I got you there on the line? Carl, have I got you there on the line? Yeah, I'm oh. on the line. <laughs> I'm glad you're on the line. It worked. Fantastic. Yay. Thank you for joining me tonight. Tara has pop, had to pop out, leave the show early because her daughter is performing in the school a school concert right next door to the station. How exciting is uh, that? That's pretty pretty cool. <laughs> Isn't it awesome? And that's exciting good news, happy news. But we've got some other happy potentially happy news to talk about. There's been some uh, reports in the media this week, as of this week is with the show going live the 23rd of May, that um, it may become easier for people to secure a mortgage or more people might be able to secure a mortgage and perhaps their borrowing power will go out, go go up. And this is related to an announcement made by the Australian Prudential Regulation Authority or APRA. We'll just call them APRA because that was a real mouthful. Can you please help us to understand what this these proposed changes are? Sure. Um, the proposed changes made by APRA will certainly help a lot of borrowers improve their borrowing capacity because at the moment we're in a very low interest rate environment. Many economists uh, are predicting and are expecting for interest rates to be cut further this year. And so right now, let's say, you know, uh, an average rate might be around uh, the below 4%. Right. Yes. And then so what banks are doing right now is they're assessing loans uh, at 7%. Uh, in fact, some lenders are assessing them a little bit higher than that. And, and I, what think were, I think you were saying to me um, earlier, most lenders are assessing them at 7.25%. Is that what you were saying right. to me before? Yeah. That, that's what, yeah, because banks are very conservative. Yes. And so they do add that extra buffer just to make it really difficult for, for customers to, to get the loan. Because at the end of the day, they, they want to be responsible uh, in lending the money. At the moment, it's between 7 to 7.25. The, the, that's what we call the serviceability floor rate, right? That, mm-hmm. That's the, the rates that they get assessed on. But what APRA is proposing is that uh, that ruling, which came into effect in 2014 is really out of date because of the gap between the current interest rates today to the assessment flooring. It's just it's just too wide. So what they're proposing going forward, and it's only a proposal at this stage, is for banks to still keep in mind their responsible lending requirements and their duties, but instead of working off a seven to a seven and a quarter flooring. They're saying that you should, banks should consider adding 2.5% on the actual interest rates that customers are applying for. 
it's like a, a buffer, a 2.5%. Yeah, 2.5% right. buffer, so, right. which, means, which means that at the end of the day, the customer's going to gain about a percent or a little bit more on the assessment rate. So they'll go from, say, 7.25% to maybe uh, 6.25% or 6.5%. And that gap will improve customers' borrowing potential. And I think it's a really good balance between APRA's guidelines around banks assessing customers' monthly living expenses. And then I think this proposal... Is a, is a good counterbalance for um, the strictness in the in the living expenses that banks are having to to scrutinise customers when they apply for a home loan. Okay, because we we've spoken on a previous show about they're scrutinising living expenses more with the is mm. it called HEM the HEM living expense? Yeah, the HEM living expenses, correct? Which so, is quite strict. Oh. Well, um, what it is is if a customer is declaring below HEM, they they uh, the banks are wanting to dig a little bit deeper, and that usually involves having to provide bank statements to the bank for assessment. Now, if through that bank statement assessment, the assessor at the bank finds that you know you're spending more than what you've declared, they will use the expenses that are being um, reviewed on the bank statement, which. If it's higher, it will reduce the customer's borrowing potential. Okay, so I, I get what you're saying here about the the balance. So they're yeah. bringing the this floor interest rate or the interest rate that they're testing whether or not someone can meet repayments against. They're bringing it more in line with today with the with the environment that with the climate that we're in around interest rates now, which is low interest yeah, rates. Yeah, quite low. Yeah, that's right. Um, but and th- but it's still balanced out. It's still responsible because you've still got that 2.5% buffer. It's just been yeah. brought, it's, be, it's being made more current. Yeah. And then you've still got the HEM living expenses as well. So, because I've read a few, I was looking at a few articles about this on Facebook and a few people in the comments section were going, now they're going to give money to people that can't afford to repay it. And it, that's not the case at all. It's just making it more realistic. So there's still a lot of risk management management in there but it's yeah, just it's yeah they're just making it balanced at the end yes. of the day because, i like that wording balanced yeah yeah so that ruling was three years ago and the the market the interest rate market has dropped quite a lot between 2014 to where we are now so that's what we're we're, we're talking about nearly five years and so the current uh, assessment that are used by the banks is really out of date. So okay. they're just updating it, really. Okay. And, and because they're updating it, it doesn't mean that they're just going to give free money to people that can't afford it. You've still got to go through the, the rigorous, intensive scrutinising your ability to make home loan repayments. And, you know, if, if customers don't stack up, um, with their credit score, their employment uh, history, um, their um, uh, their credit conduct. Even though you know customers are uh, um, uh, that are earning good money, but you know they they can't show that they've got good conduct. They're still not going to get the loan. Okay. You know, so like I said, I think this is going to be valuable for for people that are um, 
first-home buyers but have got children. Um, they've got maybe uh, two or three dependents or, or already. This is going to be good for um, you know property investors that are looking to build a portfolio. So I hope that this proposal does go through because it's going to benefit a lot of good Australians that are just wanting to be in the property market. Yeah, here, here. I, I, I agree with that. Very good. Well, thank you for explaining that. That's a lot clearer now and uh, good to hear that it's it's just an up, more of an updated, balanced approach. Now, Carl, if people want to get in contact with you, if they want to find you, follow you in a totally non-creepy way, how can they do that? Uh, well, we've got a, a good media, um, social media presence. So we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Uh, our handle is Violetta Finance. We've got a pretty awesome website as well, um, which people can um, touch base to us by using uh, those channels. But I'm a bit old school. I uh, still yeah. welcome um, everyone to um, call me, and my number is 0424. 849-034. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for coming on tonight and we will chat with you again next week. Oh, thanks for having me. Okay, bye. Bye. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. Wow, what an episode. I love chatting with Jeanette about organizing your home, heaps of inspiration there, and it doesn't sound as overwhelming or scary as you might at first think, but really love the idea of having her come in, bring you a coffee. and get a room organized before lunchtime. That's pretty cool. And really loving Tara's initiative around the Relove Monday. So get rid of all your stuff. It doesn't have to go into landfill. It can go to someone else who will get some love and use out of it. What could be better? And yeah, hopeful, promising news about this proposal from APRA. I hope you have a fantastic week and I look forward to chatting with you again next week. I hope your dream home projects or your home projects are going well. I'm moving house this weekend, so I'm just living in my own personal nightmare (laughs) with my family that's all for now bye thanks for joining us on the dream home movement wishing you all the best in your projects this week we would love to chat and hear what you're up to so please say hi on facebook and instagram we look forward to hanging out with you next week catch you soon